PKN358. How are you boys? Doing good. good. Oh, I hate Doing the black well. background. You hate the white background? Oh, yeah. It is bright. There <laughs> we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. That's better. Oh, I God. Even... So fucking bright. God damn. Oh, oh, oh. And we're fixed. Huh. Good job. Good job. Perfect. Oh, Thank you, Zach. Much better. So, Woody, where are you at in your any more <clears throat> cataclysmic uh, events unfurling? So, yesterday we both bought new motorcycles. I think people don't know that. Mm-hmm. I got a KTM 890 Adventure R. Um, Chris got a V-Strom, a Suzuki V-Strom 1050. Both very nice bikes. I like his bike a lot. I like my bike. Very cool. Um they're doing the job a little better than the old ones did. They go faster. Vroom, vroom. It's good. Uh, I'm just loving every minute on it. Yesterday, uh, we split up a little bit because I'm faster than him. And it wasn't like risky or anything. Just highways through the mountains and stuff. Cool. And he, I think he likes it. He doesn't feel pressured to go above his own speed. So uh, I'm at the complimentary breakfast in the morning. And he pulls up at my table. And he's like, I'm going to need a minute to get rolling. And I'm like, what happened? Wait, do you mean pulls up, like walked over to the table? Yeah, he walked over to my table. I'm loving the new biker lingo. All right, he he (laughs) bellied up to the table. How's that? And and he sits down and he tells me about how his day went. So he stopped, he pulled over just to like clean his, the bugs off his face mask or something. And he put his kickstand down, but not all the way. And uh, as he hops off the bike, the bike stops falling. The pro move, which he did, is to save yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Bikes are way cheaper to fix than people, and it doesn't hurt. And it's it, it, And he's like, I laid this thing down like a promotional video was his quote. It was nice and soft. He's like, I made sure I didn't get hurt first. Second, I made sure the bike landed softly. Well, the peg where your foot rests, it's made of cast aluminum, and it broke off. So he spent the rest of the night riding to the hotel with his left foot on the passenger peg behind him, which is difficult because you kind of use the peg to shift. There's a little shift lever by your toe. And, uh, you know, you pull your toe up, you shift up, you push it down. And with your foot just floating in the air like that, it's a bit of a challenge. But he manages it and he was looking for a, uh, a spare foot peg. He calls every Suzuki dealer in Idaho and Wyoming, and they no one has one in stock. It's I guess it's a COVID thing. The supply chain's all fouled up, and no one can get the things they need. So uh, I find three, I find four welders for him. He calls three, two don't answer, one says no, and he's like, "It can't be done. I'll ride home." And it's like, "Can't be done." Like it, we just started working this problem. Mm-hmm. So I drive around town looking for gas. I find two metal fabricators. I pull in, and. Uh, I was so proud of myself because the guy was like cast aluminum. You're fucked. It can't be fixed. And uh, I'm like, yeah, it's tough, but we do need it fixed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, cause it, like I, what I heard was you're fucked. It, it can't be properly fixed. It can only be fixed. So well, it can't be good as new. Um, I, 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 when he said it can't be fixed, I didn't hear it can't be fixed at all. You know, like, let's just, what, what can we do? So I start making friends with this dog. She's got two dogs there. One's wearing a cone and its butt is torn apart. The other is wearing a muzzle. 
And I'm like, what's the story here? And uh, he's like, no, no, it's not what you think. That one was attacked by two yellow labs. And this is the sweetest little, uh, I was attacked by two gold retrievers. This was the sweetest little yellow lab. <laughs> the idea of that is so comical. I know. Yeah, like, two two golden vicious retrievers? golden retrievers. I was like, two like golden retrievers. In the world? <laughs> like I've, I didn't expect that. He's like, yeah, you don't. We never found the owners or anything. But two golden retrievers attacked that dog savagely. And now he's wearing a cone so he doesn't lick all his wounds and stuff. Yeah. The other one's wearing a muzzle. And they're like, that one barks. Oh, oh, is, is the muzzle for barking? It, that one bites is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind. I'm going to make friends with your dogs. Then I'm going to get you to fix my friend's motorbike. Which is exactly how it went down. <laughs> I, I started loving up his dogs and uh, talking to them, getting their names, and uh, explaining to them that they are both good boys and girls. And uh, before long, he's like, "Call your friend over. Let's see what we can do." And um, they—I I don't actually—I I don't know what they did. They talked You're about doing welding like a it. real life RPG. You increased your charisma in regard to him, and then you got what you wanted. And- <laughs> And I like how you didn't like take the obvious route, which is like, really, your two vicious looking dogs were just attacked by a golden retriever. Seems real. Seems like what really happened. <laughs> you better call the news because this is the first time. You see, can you imagine the mind fuck as you see like two goldens running for you and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, thank God. They're golden. Mm. And then they start mauling your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so they either welded it or brazed it or something like that. And it's not perfect. It's it's uh, I guess when the aluminum broke off, it bent a little like so the pieces don't fit back together. You, you know, sometimes something breaks and you put it back together like a puzzle. And it's super perfect. That was not the situation. Mm-hmm. But he does have a foot peg now. And uh, and we're on our way home. So that slowed us up a bit today. But the real on July 1st, we have parts being shipped to a location in Wyoming. And uh, if it wasn't for that, we'd probably be like chewing up more hour or miles per day. But it's like we have to be there on July 1st. So what's the point of going 600 miles yeah. today, you know, when we're bound by that? After July 1st, I think we turn the jets on. And- is uh, Is your buddy getting like grouchy at all by all these setbacks or good attitude? I wouldn't say that. Um, you know, I, I think if you have two guys together all the time, like grouchy moments happen. But mm-hmm. uh, at Cisco, when new teams formed, they had these uh, like phases that the teams go through. This sort of forming, storming, norming, performing was the four phases of oh, this that's thing. That's terrible. I hate that. No. <laughs> How soulless. Well, <laughs> I've found it to be true in our relationship too, right? There's sort of this forming where you're on your almost like company manners and then you're the storming where we had arguments and we were kind of trying to work out how we can you know both get what we need out of this trip and then norming and performing and that's where we are now dude like i stopped so we we don't always ride like side by side all day long like you'd think i pulled up at this like craters of the moon national monument it's where the astronauts trained to uh to ride their moon buggies and shit like that it but side note it is amazing. It doesn't feel like this planet. It's like volcanic rock, maybe, or something, as far as the eye can see. I hiked out a couple hundred yards into it just to like experience it. It's like 107 here. It feels like you're on Mars, but wouldn't Mars be colder? I'm not sure. But it was uh it, it I've never seen anything like it. It doesn't feel like Earth. 
And as I was walking back to my bike, you know, he was pulling up to it too. And it was like, dude, like he practically matched my speed. He set his cruise control over 80. Nice. So he's rolling along. And then, uh, after that, I checked into the hotel and I was just walking back out to my bike. And again, he was like five minutes behind me. So, um, He's so much faster. I rode his bike today for the first time. He was like, do you want to try it? And I'm like, yeah. Do you want to try mine? Maybe next year when I get some more time under my belt. I'll, I would like to try your bike someday. Was his answer. What's your reaction if he goes to try your bike and he just wrecks the shit out of it? Like, like, Depends like, like, how wrecks it. If he wrecks the shit out of it, I'm very disappointed. Like, like, like extreme cosmetic damage. I think he'd just make it right. You know, they, they, they're. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. They're, they're yeah. like the big problems in life are emotional and medical and everything else money fixes. And, yeah. and you know, that's what's up. So, um, uh, but anyway, I take his bike for a spin and it feels like a European car. It, it, it's like a 105 horsepower sewing machine that just, and, uh, the wind is you're protected from it. And I can see why he's getting fast on it. So okay, he likes it. So it was a good buy. Also, it fits his mission post trip a little better than his last bike did. He's discovered that he doesn't really like the technical rock obstacles and river crossings and stuff. He enjoys the cruising scenery, mountain roads, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's where I would be, too. Okay, I, I hate the idea of like, I don't know, averaging six miles per hour on a hundred horsepower motorcycle because there's like. I don't know, technical rocks to scurry over and stuff. Okay. I, that, those were some of my trip highlights. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah. And you, to each his own. But uh, but anyway, yeah, so his bike fits. His, both of our bikes, I think, fit post-hat really well. And I, uh, it's been a good day. And I got his bike fixed for him, and I felt good about that. He was generous. He asked the dude how much he needed. He said 50 bucks, and he handed him 100 and went on his way. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. It's good to get it, fi get it fixed. Mm -hmm. Is there? A, oh, is and there then any work? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. So we're like leaving town. We're you know, and it, it's sort of known that we're going to split up on the safe roads. And uh, I was like, "You want to get lunch before we break up?" And uh, he's like, "Yeah." We find a place that serves wagyu beef. I, maybe I'm pronouncing that wrong. And uh, I was like, "This is like a staple topic on the show." He's like, "Well, then you have to get it." So. Uh, wag wag you okay anyway that's what i had for lunch today and um it was good but i didn't discover i, I didn't find it to be i like filet mignon more i think well wagyu beef is is um <clears throat> the, it's like a the different kind of, of raised filet right yeah yeah it could be any cut of meat mm. any cut of the cow could be could be wagyu well i clearly don't know what i'm talking about but i had it and i was a little underwhelmed i thought how much more expensive was it than like it was 40 bucks and there wasn't much of it, but it was also like a lunch serving. You know, it wasn't like a fancy dinner restaurant. Hmm. I hate that about <clears throat> lunch serving sizes. It's like, I'm just as hungry now as I will be in five hours. Like, don't you scam Taylor, me. Taylor, this is the hill we should die on. <laughs> it is. It's trash. Is, I never listen, order from the lunch menu. Run, yeah, just the this will be the American central portions. flank of our platform. Yeah, these, <laughs> everybody's talking about like universal healthcare, and it's like, we're getting rid of lunch menus, full portions for everyone all day. <laughs> <laughs> do you want do you want a five ounce piece of steak for lunch? No. No, no one does. You want an eight to twelve ounce one to keep it light. You know? 
I hear <laughs> to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to process that. <laughs> uh, this trip has been so amazing for me. I, I I literally feel more worldly than I did at the beginning of June. Right? It's it's the <laughs> end of June. We'll do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, you know. That was actually a bit of a like a weak spot in my worldliness. You know, like it. I spent more time in New York City than Oklahoma. Right? Maybe other people mm-hmm. the opposite. I haven't driven through Kansas on a motorbike before or mountain. I've seen some mountain passes in Denver, I guess, but this is new to me. Um, I don't know. I just like the size of America is a little more under my grasp. Having done it by motorcycle. It's enormous. Like, like, like the size of America is already kind of ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but then you stop it. Even, even when you've like explored the entire contiguous, it's like, wait a minute. There's that one state up there that's as big as a third of all of this. Yeah. <laughs> There's that one place up in the north that's a third the size of all of this. Yeah. Is it? Oh, I get so confused by our misleading maps. Yeah. Right? Like northern things are bigger Canada. looking than other things. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I do. I like Australia and Africa like really get fucked over. Like like um Africa is um is is the sizes of a lot of things is really misconstrued. Well, everything on, on right near the equator, the equator gets the closest. Over. I'm not sure if Australia does, but you might be. I'm it not does. sure you're wrong. Australia and Africa. Okay, okay. Well, I'll just go with it because I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, I, I mean, more than likely, nothing is like proportional. Like, like you've had, you're like, oh well, this and this are the correct correct proportions, but nothing that surrounds them is, and this over here would fit with this, and like, it's it's really disjointed and terribly mis, like. That's what children learn from. It's it's awful that, that that's the way maps work. Why don't they just why don't they just give us this map right here? The one I just linked to you, you can type something in and then drag it over to see what the real size is without like the Mercator map. And yeah, I put in Alaska and it is huge. Oh. Like, yeah, you're probably not I mean, far you off saying a third of the country. Yeah. It's it, yeah, it's it's oh it's, yeah, yeah. But also I, I don't know if, if Zach can show this. If Zach can go there, type in Alaska and show what it looks like. But Alaska on the map looks about the size of the lower 48. And then when you drag it, like Kyle said, it's about a third of the lower 48. So the map is misleading, but mm-hmm. this the true size of site fixes that. Yeah, you yeah. drag it over Europe and you're like, oh man, Europe is way smaller than you Alaska is Alaska is as big as most of Europe. Um, not not most of Europe, but most of like Eastern Europe. Like it's as big as France, Portugal, Spain, Germany, and Italy all combined. Uh, as dragging <laughs> it over, that's about Alaska right. is. Can't like, really yeah. include Russia and Europe in this one because that, that it, it covers <laughs> a big chunk of Belarus, Poland, Romania, and the Ukraine. This is just Alaska again. Um, Alaska is. Um, I mean, it looks like it's a quarter the size of fucking China. Um, it's bigger than Mongolia. It looks very similar to the size of Kazakhstan. It's huge. Russia is need to go to Al- So the guy that I Eat. bought my last bike from, his plan was to go to Alaska. That's what, That was his dream trip. He wanted to go to the top of Alaska. And he felt like that bike didn't have it in it to cover that many miles, which is why he sold it to me. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, now I'm like, huh? Alaska's big, you say? I should go. I could fly um, to Alaska, but I can't drive. The Canadians won't let me in. Uh, <laughs> oh, you probably man. wouldn't want to drive anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably want to do that as a flight. 
That would be a brutal drive. Can you imagine going from Atlanta to Anchorage? Just sure. cross-continental drive. I think I'd do it the fun way and drive to Seattle and then boat to Alaska. I think when you good. said I think I'd do it the fun way, I'm like, is it safe to drive high? <laughs> <laughs> now, Kyle, if you if you don't sleep at all, you can make it there in three days. Excellent, excellent. It's a okay. 70 hour drive. 70 hours. Oh, to and that's not even counting all the time I'm saving, like going backwards in time zones. Yeah, that's going to be great. Oh, that's yeah. how that works. Hmm. That, isn't, isn't that like the. Okay, if you go fast enough, yeah. it is. Oh, okay. You got to go real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to go a thousand, you know, a little over a yeah, thousand miles yeah. per hour, and you're, you're time traveling. Everything it, turns blue or something. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Driving high is uh, is a person to person kind of thing. I've heard that. I've heard that. I think I, I don't think well, I don't know, but I don't think the highness would ruin my driving. The drowsiness would. That's ah. The drowsiness. I, and by the way, I maintain that drowsy driving, which I've done sometimes, can be as dangerous as you know, some levels of drunk driving. Yeah, it's, I've never driven drunk. Um, you know, but but um so so I don't know, but you know, obviously I've tried to walk to the bathroom drunk and I'm mm. not great at that. <laughs> um, sometimes like you like like it's your it's your fucking house like you know where the walls are and like still you like ram your hip or your shoulder into a doorway and you're like fuck i fuck i forgot where things are in life <laughs> like, like your hand-eye coordination is just ruined i have this big thing about risk profiles being personal right like it, i see people fly their paramotors some <clears> people <throat> do it in a really dangerous way maybe me and other people do it you know in a really safe way i don't judge you do you. Your risk profile is yours. It's not a problem until you extend the risk profile you're comfortable with to other people, right? When when you start driving 160 miles an hour because you're okay with that, well, no, you're not alone in this society. Like that, now you're introducing your risk profile to other people. That's not cool, and that's where I am with drunk driving. You know, it. If you could somehow drunk drive on your own property around the acreage, sure. Knock yourself out. Yeah, like, who cares? That's your risk profile. It gets to you get to choose your own risk profile. You don't get to choose mine. That's fair. Yeah. 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 I think I think the high driving thing is 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 a real person to person thing. It doesn't make me drowsy um, if I've been smoking a good bit. I mean, if like it kind of depends what I'm doing. Like if I'm like out and about and smoking, I'm not like getting like sleepy or like sedated. But if I'm like in bed and it's like late at night and I smoke, it's like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. This is really relaxing. I'll, I'll, I'll pass out now. And it also depends how much you smoke and what exactly you're smoking. Like, uh, if it's an indica or sativa, it really does matter. And how high you're getting. Yeah, like, like I said, how much you smoke. Like, if you're doing like some indica dabs, you, you'll get sedated pretty quickly. Even though it's indica. Oh, uh, oh indica that's is right. indica that's is gonna... in the couch, right? I had it backwards. Yeah. I had it backwards. Yeah. Um, I usually got I would always like if if I was somewhere where you could actually pick and know that what you're getting is what you're actually getting, I would get a hybrid anyway. Hmm. It's, it's um you know how plant breeding works. It's a hybrid of the two. Okay. Okay. Well you're closing in, man. Closing in. I don't so even have my phone on me, but like yeah, I do. I think it's like ninety four days or something. Three months and you're yeah. a free man. More or less. Are any of us really free? 94 days. No, huh. you're not really free. No. We have to pay bills and things. 
It's not three months either. Which means we're the same as slaves. <laughs> not three long months. <laughs> three long months in a day. There's no That's three. Right. Anyway, it's all. It should be months. a thirty-two month, a thirty-two day month. I'm surprised they didn't like. Really, I like that they extended February. That was the right pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's extra four days, man. It's gonna make you behave. Ninety-four days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, made, I don't know if I in line. It. I don't know if I mentioned on PKA or if it was in our, our hangout that we did Sunday. Mm. I don't recall, but like the gas station right next to me has Delta eight, like on the shelf, like right there, like, yeah, like advertised, like at eye level, there's like Delta three eight. different ones. There's the, like I said, there's a Indica Sativa and a hybrid just vape right there on the fucking countertop. With Dude, like I've told cigars. you, they like, they, it's not even like, they're trying to beat around the bush anymore. And this is in Missouri, like pretty, pretty red state where they're like, like they're not, there's not even the, you know, the auspice of like, it'll help you sleep. And you know, if your eyes get sore, the glaucoma, it's like also uh, eat like cheese or something fatty with it. And then you'll get like 10 times more higher. It's like, <laughs> is okay. that true? They said literally, they're like, when you use these edibles, don't take it on an empty stomach. You might think it's like alcohol. Like if you drink a bunch of vodka on an empty stomach, you get drunk faster because the food's not there. But with this, you want some fatty food in there because that actually makes it disperse in your in your system more effectively. And it's like, okay, so you know the kind of people who are coming to buy this. Like, we're not trying to rid ourselves of glaucoma. You know, we're we're trying, to get, trying to get trying to get fucked up. Trying to get. I stoned. went to go. Uh, I went to go buy vape juice the other day at my local like vape juice depot place. And uh, that's already kind of a hippy dippy kind of place. Uh, you know, the dude calls me bruh, and he's got a he's got a really one of those really long goatees. Ooh, and nice. uh, and um, but but I, I looked in there. They have Delta Eight everything. Like they have Delta Eight concentrate that you would do dabs with, and uh, they have like the flower and the vapes and um, and the edibles. Like like I don't know if I said that, but they have every mm -hmm. conceivable way to intake Delta Eight. And I was just like, I'm waiting on to like find my. Um, apart from my, from my vape, the, um, whatever the heating coil, yeah, the heating coil. And, uh, and I'm like, you, you've got Delta eight. Cause I'd never seen it before. <laughs> that was my first time seeing it. I, I had just sort of like turned a blind eye. I knew it existed <laughs> in my area, but I was just like, it's probably in some really sketchy places that I don't mm. even go. It's like in like, if you go into like a porno store, it's like behind a <laughs> beaded curtain, they've got it. But no, yeah, he's, no. he's like, he's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's great. Same as weed, same as weed, but legal. You know, anyone can do it. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Not anyone. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I'm on probation. He's like, ah, oh, state or federal? And I'm just like, federal. He's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I feel you, man. I have been there. I have been there. Like <laughs> he, he essentially did. He was just like, well, you don't want to fuck with that. I was mm -hmm. like, no, you don't want to fuck with Come that. Come back in 94 days. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely going to be doing a lot of Delta Eight here. Uh, I want to see if it's as good as weed. If it's as good as weed, like, I, why would I move from Georgia if they, if there's something called Delta Eight that I can pick up at the gas station? <laughs> pick up the. Gas I don't know. <laughs> Just pop to your local gas station. Get high. Yeah, I'm, I, I may not move if it's if this Delta Eight stuff is legit as good because I want to try the concentrate. I want to try like Delta Eight concentrate and see if it hits like mm -hmm. like marijuana concentrate. Um, if somebody's out there or in the 50 discord uh, and they hear me say this, like, let me know, like, like, is it comparable to like some good shatter, you know, or, or, or some, some good wax or something? Like, are you getting that really crazy fucking punch to the brain that you get from, uh, from doing <laughs> marijuana concentrate? Or is it kind of just the, like, like the light version? Cause, cause 
I don't want that. Uh, you want I, the full, full-throated. We're not. You know, we're not settling for anything uh, less than a, a, a punch to the brainstem. Is that the diet cherry vanilla, Dr. Pepper? It is the diet. No, this is the uh, Dr. Pepper cream soda zero. Oh, Very oh. rare product. Very rare product. You really got to dig deep to find these. Uh, I see my camera's yeah. reversed, but yeah, Dr. Pepper <laughs> and cream soda zero, not diet. Yeah. Yeah. Just crushing diet creams all day. Can't good. be bad for me. There's no calories. <laughs> none, none, none in there. I don't know what they're sweetening sweetening this with, but it's delicious. Aspartame. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. They just put zero sugar because it sells better than diet now. Tastes better. I, I've had like a 12-pack of those in my closet forever. And I just haven't busted. Actually, no, I don't have the zero sugar. It says diet still. I've had them for a while. Yeah, I like the Pretty Dr. Pepper Zeros. Um, they taste it's different than it's gotta be different than the diet Dr. Pepper. It just tastes different. It's better, it's smoother. I wish that I could get more right. Zevia creamy root beer because before they just had ginger root beer, which is eh, kind of whatever. The creamy yeah. root beer is on another level, and it's like back ordered on Amazon, and there's nowhere to find it in stores. And so I I would love to get myself some more of those. There's there's not let enough me, good Zevia flavors. Like let me jump in for ass. a second before we get off the last topic, interrupting yeah. my pod. Kyle asked about Delta 8, mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, he's asking his friends. As a guy with no friends, I thought that I would Google it. This is what we do, and I want to tell you what I found. This oh. is from potguide.com. Delta 8 can be psychoactive for some customers, consumers, just less so than Delta 9. He's calling regular pot Delta 9 for mm -hmm. listening. A good way to think about it is generally something like weed light. Many of the effects and benefits of Delta 9, though, just tone down a few steps. It's still euphoric and stimulates appetite. It can energize and relax the consumer depending on the larger terpene and cannabinoid profile, similar Delta 9. And yes, it can induce some of the same typical heady psychoactive experience. The difference is that while Delta 8 can do these things, it does them with less intensity. Even for experienced cannabis users, there's a notable effect, albeit a less intense one. I feel like that answered your question. It did. No more. No pussy Delta 8. Got to move. Like, <laughs> Gotta although move. Like, like as soon as like, like, like I'm, I'm flying out. Um, like the morning of the second, something like that. Um, but I'm going to have some Delta eight at midnight. Like, like, a, like, <laughs> like we're going to find out. I'm going to, I'll smoke some Delta eight while I'm still here. Like I'll, I'll be at the gas station. At when I get to the, <laughs> I'm going to Uber to the airport. Cause my car is going to be, I'd rather, it seems cheaper than having my car mm -hmm. sit there for a month. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and I'm going to be high as fuck in that Uber. Like, like I'm going to be high as fuck. Well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be hitting that vape in the in the airport bathroom. <laughs> As I get, like right before I get on the plane, you're gonna be doing it on the plane and just is there ghosting the, the hit? <laughs> Denver airport? No. Not at the airport. No, that would be smart. They should be at the gift shop because Vegas does that. I agree with you. Really, if, I didn't know Vegas did that. Well, they not not pot, gambling. Gambling. Oh, gambling. Yeah, they have They're gambling like, at the airport. Yeah, they put their vice right there. Like as soon as you land, it's 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 like oh, can, can you fucking addicts not wait till you get to your hotel casino? Well. Hit the slots as soon as, as you soon get off. As soon as you exit the, the um, what is that moving hallway called that leads to your? The, the, not a taxiway. Not a, there's a term for it. 
Anyway, as soon as you step out of it, a prostitute should hook her arm around yours and and, and some guy should start dealing your cards. And then yeah, when you express interest, you're arrested. That in the smoking <laughs> area there is excellent. As a former smoker, like whenever I would fly into Vegas, I was like, these are my people. They they know what's up here because they they have this like plexiglass cube full of slot machines in the like middle of the airport that you can get in and it's got like it's Not continuously the sucking the air straight up above you and you can just puff away right there in the middle of the airport while playing slots. Um, Atlanta has one too, but it's only in one terminal and um, it's more of a sad place. It's you can tell like like they don't go in there much to clean up and. Mm-hmm. Like, like if the chairs get damaged, they don't mind. You know, it's it's a sad place to be. They put those trashy people in there, and they deserve the the stink and the awfulness. The stink, yeah. Like <laughs> there's ceiling tiles missing. It's it's. You it's walk past those place. rooms, and you're just like, oh, this is the worst. Like it smells like the mm-hmm. most intense, congealed, thick smoke. Yeah, it's awful, and it's, it's old. Awful. It's old smoke. It's not even like fresh. But smokers smoke. are cool people. You can go to any smoking area in any airport in the world and you can ask to bum a cigarette and no one will ever turn you down. Because you're all in it together. In it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All just coughing. It's a, it's a good community. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is a good community of people. Like, like I bet Chiz would back me up on this. Like I can imagine that. I'm, I, I'm not even a smoker and I'm like, yeah, he's right. Like if, if you ask another smoker for a, for a cigarette, you're like, hey – Especially if you got your like, if you have like your empty, if you're like dressed nicely, so they know you're not a bum, and like mm-hmm. like nicely enough that they know you're not a bum. You don't need a fucking tuxedo on. What has happened? Oh, that was weird. Um, my screen went white. Did that happen to anybody else? Yes, yeah, yeah, so I, I imagine Zach is working. No worries, it's went crazy. Yeah, you don't need like a tuxedo on, but as long as you're not like smelly and like clearly homeless, nobody likes giving smokes to homeless people. Like like you've got a fucking you got a problem, dude. And part of it is you can't afford your problem. Um, you, I, I don't, I don't like supporting homeless people's vices, but, uh, but like a normal person, it's always like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got two left. You can have one. It's a very strict policy. He only gives money to people that don't need it. I only give money to people <laughs> who will, who, who know how to hang on to enough money to not smell like, like you, yeah. why would you give somebody money? whose money, like their ability to manage money is so poor that they can't figure out how to have enough money to to own soap. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of them are just like straight up, well, either addicts or have mental illnesses or something. Yeah. And so it's like if you so were to you give them, if you were to give them two hundred dollars or like hundreds of dollars, like O and A used to do this, where they would like give yeah. homeless people a ton of money on the radio. I'm sure Stern did, and it would be like the next day. It'd be like Lady Die, like this hardcore alcoholic. Like, what'd you do with the three hundred dollars you made yesterday as our intern? And they find out like. You went to TGI Fridays in Times Square, the most expensive. You live in New York. And you went there and bought $9 beers for three hours and didn't eat. And it was like, yeah. well, yeah, I suppose. And it's like, how much money did you have left? $12. It's like, how? That doesn't add up. Well, I stopped and I got two 30 packs and on the way home. You know, so I could, and it was like, okay, that this you're spelling it out for us right now. Like why yeah. you're, you're you Well, you remember Mr. my Beast old reality show. Get- mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mom's night out. Uh, Kyle wasn't here when Mr. Beast was on the show, but in one of his early videos, he gave 10 grand to a homeless person. These numbers are about right. And uh, he was like sheepish and apologetic about it. And in my head, I'm like, why? How is that an act of cruelty or whatever? Mm -hmm. He's like, it turns out 
if you dump a lot of money onto a, a homeless person, then you haven't done them a favor. Now you can buy them food. You can do some nice things for them. Yeah. You buy them a, you can buy them rent for this month. But if you just give them 10 grand in cash, oftentimes their life turns for the worse. Yeah. Kyle muted. Kyle. Yeah. It's uh, it's not just homeless people either. Like, like there's certain groups mm. of people that if you gave them $10,000, you know, it's going to get wasted. Military then, veterans. Military veterans. You give a military veteran. Um, thank you for, for, for helping with that. Um, yeah. You give a military veteran $10,000. He's immediately going to go buy $10,000 worth of rims to go on a $4,000 car. That's what they do. <laughs> veteran or a guy just out of boot? Um, either way. Um, these classic the group of people. These classic group of people that we're using as a stand-in for the actual group of people. Um, um, you give a... Um, oh, Jesus Christ. You give a, let's say you give a... Um, so I jumped I, in so quick. <laughs> you, give a, you give a deli worker, you know, you give a deli worker uh, $10,000 and uh, he's probably going to like know right where to invest that stuff. He's going to immediately go. And, like, well, well, he's going to he's going to go and, and, and invest that right away. He's going to diversify that money. It's not all Magic going to one cards. It's, it's going with the rest of his investments. You know, it's 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 going to it's it's getting stuck away. And someday that 10K will be 100K and, and, and he's willing to wait. Uh, just it, it really just depends who you give that money to. It's going it's going to be wasted though if you give it to one of those uh, one of those veterans, one of those combat veterans. Um, they're going to blow that money. Often the case. Often the case. Yeah. Yeah. Some people I mean, won't get that joke. And there are it, like the kind of person who would invest wisely. Ten grand that you gave them probably doesn't need ten grand. That's true. That's true. Mm. Um, because they, yeah, they don't need it. I mean. Need, it depends what you need. What you mean by the word need, right? Like, uh, yeah. Well, of course. Every, like, if you're everybody looking to could up, use ten grand. Payment. There's nobody who's like. I mean, you got to be. You literally got to be a billionaire to be like, hey, would you like ten thousand? They'd be like, nah. Yeah. Like, I like, got things to Jeff, do. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to lose money in the next to, few minutes. I don't have time to <laughs> stop, slow down to like take your ten thousand dollars from you. Could you just give it to the mm -hmm. guy who works for me, who's following behind me, one of those little people? Uh, <laughs> but but like everybody else is like, could you use ten thousand? I mean, I'll do something with it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But let's do it. Like when you're a billionaire. So I've talked about the different levels of wealth, right? You hit a certain mm -hmm. level of wealth. You can go into Target and have anything you want. A better level of wealth. You can go to the Apple store and have anything you want. Some of those things get expensive. But sure. people are that wealthy. When you're... Don't even go all the way to Bezos and Elon Musk or something. If you're just a one billionaire, a guy that we don't even know, we couldn't name, like... What is his relationship with money like? Does he work really hard to make sure he stays above that billion mark? Does he it, does he just buy anything he wants all the time? I mean, I bet that I bet that could be like an obsession for someone who's like hovering around the one billion mark. Like, mm -hmm. they want to be, like have you ever oh, seen yeah. the, the Simpsons parody where like Mr. Burns like loses his factory in a bet with one of the Texas oil baron characters and they're like mm -hmm. Well, with that deal, you're not a billionaire anymore, Monty. And so they throw him over the the fence to a to the hundred millionaires camp, and he's like, "Oh, away from me, goose!" And, and, and because of the era that that was started, it was like I think it was still like some big tech person who's like now a billionaire being like, "Join us, Monty!" Like, and it's just funny. Yeah. So yeah, there was a Silicon Valley had a guy like that. He had a he had this really it was a pretty cool painting actually, and um. It was like this abstract art, and he was in the Three Comma Club. 
And that was his, it was like a big part of his sense of self-worth. And he invested in our, you know, our hero's uh, business. It didn't go well. And he temporarily left the three comma club, destroyed he put, everything. He put it all into Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. Uh, yeah, that's got to be. I mean, but what a great problem to have to wake up and find out you're yeah, worth I don't think I'd give a shit. $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I certainly wouldn't give a shit about something like that. I, I think that really I think the people that like care about that were like already born into money and like like being a hundred millionaire wasn't quite meeting the expectations of maybe their fathers or something like that. Well, daddy was a billionaire and and mama was a billionaire and like I'm supposed to be one now. And it's like Yes, Charles only has four hundred million dollars in his estate. So like, like, I don't know. Maybe you're underperforming, but like for me, it's like it's like I don't give a shit about how many commas are there. Like 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 once there's enough money, there's enough money. Like like I, I think Chiz linked us that article. Um, maybe not. Maybe you guys didn't see it. Maybe it was in the pot Discord, our like pot trip Discord that we've got. Um, but it was something about Notch, and it was like the the thumbnail was like a picture of him, and it was like tragic and sad notch and 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 then like had his net worth like and, and i was just like counting the zeros because i was like is that 2.5 billion and it is it's it's mm -hmm. 2.5 billion and, and and like but 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 i was just like tragic and sad i wish this guy would fucking kill himself <laughs> i wish this guy would fucking kill himself and like leave that money to somebody who knew what to fucking do with it fucking incel what was yeah, what was tragic and sad? Uh, I'm not gonna watch his video. It's it's probably something about him being like a Debbie Downer about like not having any friends or not knowing what to do with life because now he's got 2.5 billion dollars. Oh, what a whiner! Fucking donate it all and go back to work, dummy. If you if you're not having fun, oh, yeah, well, you don't want to do the, that? Why? What's that classic like old meme video that some like really rich dickhead made where he's like standing in his garage with his you know four hundred thousand dollar car and also like a meticulously placed shelf of books that he doesn't read being like, if someone were to offer me the car behind me or the bookshelf, you know, every time I'm taking the bookshelf because nothing is more valuable than knowledge. And it's like, everybody was like, you could sell the car and buy a lot of books. Like, you could, like if that was your modus operandi, like, and it's like, you're just a fucking cunt, dude. You're a that cunt. guy was a fraud, right? Probably. If he's the guy I'm thinking of, those were leased cars. It was like imaginary wealth. And he was he was in the business of selling you shit on the premise that he knows how to get rich. Like a yeah, yeah. I guy. love those seminars where the guy is going to teach you to become a billionaire. And it's like, I think step one is to trick people into believing that you know how to become a billionaire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you a billionaire? Then why are you at the Marriott? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, the Marriott's a good one. What are you talking about? <laughs> Holiday Inn. <laughs> He's ever mean, into giving a speech to seven people. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're above a super eight, then I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm I'm right after the Mary Kay and right before the oil salesman. Hmm. That's who my, my fellow travelers are. Yeah, that's that's so true. What were those magical berries from uh, It's Always Sunny? Oh, the uh goji berries goji berries yeah something yeah, like the goji that. berry juice or something like that <laughs> <laughs> they have to get their meat their read readings it's like a hundred toxicity oh my god i need some more berries hundred hundred what <laughs> like, they don't even know the units toxins you know toxins <laughs> man that the first guy to come up with the pyramid scheme had to just be sitting there and being like wait guys hear me out 
Like we, <laughs> we, we make them buy their own inventory. Then we make them responsible for sales. Well, what happens if they don't make the sales? Well, we make them buy the inventory up front. Nobody's yeah. going to fall for this. What kind of real sales job makes you buy the inventory up front? There's a lot of people out there who, who don't know. Like that's, isn't that like step I one of like knowing Taylor, an MLM? That's a modern change. Like Walmart doesn't own the inventory on their shelves, right? Am I right about that? Uh, Maybe it's a mix. In a, in a way, like it, it's kind of complicated, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the, the responsibility of the vendor, you know, at the end of the yeah. day, because Walmart yeah, has all the parts. <laughs> if she doesn't sell, the vendor takes it back. And, and anyway, mm -hmm. it didn't used to be like that. It used to be like, you know, and I bet it still isn't for a lot of stores. Like if you own a boardwalk store in New Jersey, you buy all that inventory at the start of the year and hope it sells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like I got a lot more faith in like some brick and mortar store that's selling like school supplies and fucking sodas and shit, whatever, than a 38-year-old housewife with a suitcase full of cosmetics. For sure. Yeah, like I, I that 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 woman is not doing the kind of due diligence and data mining that Walmart is like Walmart <laughs> knows every centimeter of, of space on their shelf. And like, you're not making this amount of money and we could put bah, 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 right for, yeah, you're what not they're keeping. selling is the fantasy of being an entrepreneur. That's what they're selling. Yeah. They, they, they act like they're selling whatever herbal tea or something like that. Sex toys, all the Tupperware, mm -hmm. but uh, it's about moms who, aren't uh you know in the actual work world wanting to dip their toe into it yeah oh and like the, the would you like to be a go-getter money breadwinner like your husband well just buy our fucking lingerie yeah. inventory up front sell it to all your friends and you'll go be make just your, like him go ruin get togethers and make your friends uncomfortable yeah, yeah. The yeah. Light, the light version step of that. one give us your husband's money step one yeah. alienate everyone around you make, <laughs> them, make them, they see your name be like fuck is this about the knives again my mom tried selling mary Kay when i was like five or six or something like that she got she got sucked into one of those deals and mm -hmm. it's just like god you got to have so many friends who who mm -hmm. who for who have never heard of cosmetics to like mm -hmm. succeed at this yeah, and it's like, predatory the way they get people into it. Like it's like it's not based on maintaining a relationship of sales because a lot of it is one-off stuff like knives where it's like these knives are going to last the rest of your life and it's like okay, where's where's that entrepreneur's repeat business coming from? Are they just going to be pounding the pavement like knocking on doors like a vacuum salesman 80 years ago like no, like it's going to peter out on its own because you're going to guilt everyone in your immediate like two circles of contact and then you'll exhaust that and then you buy more knives thinking that you'll make it out and it's like yeah. no, that, that's it it doesn't Done. work like like you mm -hmm. need to be like and one or two steps removed from that are sales positions like car sales and real estate where mm -hmm. there are people mm -hmm. who do that who make enormous amounts of money because they are just good at sales they're 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 good at making friends. They're good at making people trust them, and and they're they're kind of slick, and uh, and they can sell the you know the sizzle, not the steak. You know, mm -hmm. like, like they're they're good at selling what it's going to be like to live in this house in this home, or or, or 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 maybe they're just really good at matching the homes they show to the the people they have available to them. Like, like they're they're like oh I've got the perfect place to you. I know I know the place for you, and and like kind of selling that dream. Whereas. Maybe somebody else takes them there and they're like, what do you think about this? I mean, I know it doesn't have as many bedrooms as you wanted, but mm -hmm. maybe an abortion is in your future. You know, <laughs> like, like, like they, they just can't do it. And the same with car sales. Yeah. Like, like 
I saw people who just like literally were starving trying to sell cars and people who were like um, laid off from like the regular business world, whatever they had been involved with, like selling um, medical devices, this one guy. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, like, I guess that's pretty easy sales. Like, like, yeah, we need an MRI machine. Do you have one? You're the I MRI do. guy? Yeah. <laughs> I do, in fact. Uh, well, good, because like, let me tell you about the new features. No, no, no. We need the M2000 MRI machine, you know, to scan people's brains. And we need it now. Mm -hmm. Like, well, they are $300,000. Yeah, we know. We Our, our old one broke. Could, could you just get the paperwork here? Like, it's an easy sale. But then mm -hmm. they show up and they try to sell a, Fed, a Ford Escort to a dude who wants a Ford Mustang. And it ain't happening. Yeah, dude, there's so much sketchy, sketchy stuff with medical device sales and pharma sales going like direct to doctors. Like it's only in the last couple years that they kind of slowed down what it used to be, which was just like some guy from some pharma company goes and brings burritos for everyone, you know, once a month and then gets a little FaceTime and is like, hey, anybody says anything about depression? You know, Prozac, we, we would love it over at Johnson & Johnson if Prozac could be your, you know, your drug of choice for people who inquire about it. Like very, and then you get fucking doctors who, you know, may encourage that the use of that pill, even when you don't need oh, it. I so mean, it's, it's, it's a lot dirtier than that, right? Like, like, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of know, dirty stuff. Some pharma babe comes to like, Hey, you know, we're, we're inviting all of our, uh, all of our top sales clinics to the, you know, the big retreat down in Maui. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to be talking about a lot of new drugs. Um, you know, it, we, turns out you're one of them. Would you like to come, Doctor mm. Mark? And like, yeah, absolutely. Doctor Mark's going to push a lot of Prozac so that he makes it to the retreat next year. Other countries have the right idea with pharmaceutical advertising in that they don't allow it. Where it's like the whole American phrase of like, ask, ask, ask your doctor about blah blah blah. Ask your doctor about this or that. Like, do you eat entire pizzas and then cured meat for hours and then wonder why you have acid reflux? Get on a pill, idiot. And it's like, <laughs> no, you shouldn't go into any doctor's office with like a laundry list of of pills you want like they should be giving you what you need like don't don't, don't do medicate i can go back and forth with that like sometimes it's like hey i, I want these pills can you get me these pills ah, you don't really need them no no, no you know I, I didn't say i need these pills you know what i need uh, a doctor with better listening skills yes <laughs> you know what i want doctor are uh drugs to get high <laughs> no, not, not that exactly but but you know like like if there's something i want you know i want it you know? i'm with like, kyle like, I, I had a similar experience recently I, I wanted a um a new sleep apnea machine i brought my normal one the thing is big it's like a suitcase and it turns out it's heavy and it's hard to pack on a motorcycle so i'm gonna buy this travel one it's small it's like uh it doesn't take much more room than a coffee cup cool and uh uh, you know, they're like, do you have a prescription for this sleep apnea machine? And I'm like, I'm kind of a subject matter expert. Can we just move this along? Yeah. And uh, long story short, I paid an extra $30 to have an online meeting with the doctor who met for me for literally 45 seconds to say like, yep, yeah, you're the guy, you know what's up, fine. And she stamped it. I feel yeah. you there, because, but that's like an established thing. Like, let's say you were 100 pounds overweight and depressed and mm -hmm. not active and not enjoy like just anhedonia like can't find joy in anything and you go to the doctor and he's like oh you're, you're 100 pounds overweight you you know you eat poorly you you know do this that and the other thing you're not active let's put you on zoloft 
like and that would be like a you know that that's not the right move it would a better move would be like well let's let's try messing with your diet let's try messing with your activity level and then in six months we'll like reconvene on this and see see if we've made some progress like instead of just immediate trying to cover with with ssris which are not not great i'm a balance it, it, i share your um reluctance to use ssris and i'm also like on the other hand there are people who would benefit from them you know people who do, do turn true. it around and and so i like it i like a doctor being involved in there that's all mm -hmm. with ssris but like like kyle and i are saying there are other ones where it's like yeah i know exactly what's fucking up with this this is what i want yeah, get out of my like, way. If you go in like my dick isn't getting hard, and he's like, "Well, we got a lot of I know what I want, Cialis." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like it, this is the thing that I do that I know what's up, and yeah, yeah. I was helping my cousin Scott with that the other day. He, he had a getting he had a his doctor. dick hard. Um, close. Um, he had a doctor who just wasn't. Did you blood. blow on it? Cause I tried so hard. Um, You're right. Looks like this isn't gonna go. <laughs> I tried so hard. <laughs> but it's like, like a but, gummy worm. Yeah. Thirty minutes shave on me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, my doctor, my doctor's this and that. He's he's not one to like help me do this and that. I'm just like, well, your doctor's a bitch. Like like, like call call this guy and like, 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 loser. Immediately got him straightened out. Like, 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 take was care it? Of it. Like, yeah, you know who's good for shit? Hims. I don't know if you've ever heard. Oh of that. yeah, yeah. I use them for my um cold sore medicine. Yeah, they oh, just okay. fucking send it. Yeah, Hims. They rubber stamp shit. So you do need a doctor. And and by the way, I don't ever deal with Hims or anything. But um, they do like dick pills. They do uh, hair, hair loss. Hair keep yeah hair loss. I was about to say hair keeping pills. They do acne <laughs> pills. They do or acne creams. They, like they do a lot of shit that you might like want. And your doctor is a pain in the ass way to get it. Yeah, like like if it because it's it sometimes it's hard to get an appointment, and uh, if you don't have insurance, then like all of a sudden you're spending like hundred and fifty dollars just to go see a guy to prescribe you something that, I mean, God, it's acne cream or like or something like finasteride, like which is hair loss, like oh, just just fucking get it, like like it's th th these are like super tested like safe things like. You're not going to fuck yourself up with um, cold sore I, medicine. No one is like snorting or cyclovir or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. But it, yeah, sore. since oh okay, um, since COVID, telehealth has become more known, and it's it's kind of a nice way to. Sometimes I want a doctor to help me. I have had experiences where I was like sick, you know, like a cold that lasted too long, sick, and my doctor was amazing. She's like, you know, I tell her I'm sick. I've got this. And she starts describing my symptoms back to me mm -hmm. that I hadn't even told her yet. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. you get it. It's it's like you're a professional with this. <laughs> and and um, all she prescribed to me was uh, like is this some lifestyle stuff and the Sudafed that you need your driver's license for. Yeah. And she gave me a little I, I don't remember it anymore, but she's like, you don't want the Sudafed that says it's Sudafed. You want the one behind the counter. And uh, and she helped me get better. So every so often I want a doctor and their advice. Sometimes eh, this is what I just I want access to a pharmacy. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Sometimes you want a doctor. You need a mechanic, an expert. And sometimes you just need access to some power tools. Mm -hmm. and, you know, these are these are completely different things. It's like, it's like 
I, I really want to go past the mechanic and just get the air wrench because I know what needs doing. Okay, yeah. we just do that, it, and that's what places like Hems are good for. Um, if I'm king like, of this country, I don't know how to legislate that. I don't know I how mean, to say. I think say, it's perfect the way it is. Yeah, I don't know how to say. Kyle has watched enough YouTube videos to make his own decisions in this thing over here, but not that thing over there. Like it, it's a hard rule to make. Yeah, uh, my oncologist, he makes the decisions, but. Like if I if oh, I'm getting that's cancer, I yeah, process yeah. That. I, I let my I let my cancer doctor make the calls for the most part. Actually, I had to I had decisions to make. He's like he's like yeah, we can like cut a pizza pie slice out of your eyelid, or we can do this like thing where we <laughs> slowly cut like layers off, like a deli slicer. And I'm oh, like, no. uh, and I'm just like, which one's like a hundred like the most effective? And he's like, well, cutting a pizza pie slice out is like a hundred percent effective. I'm like, well. Am I gonna like look like Igor from Frankenstein or anything? He's like, nah, you'll be, be a little scar, no big deal. I'm like, all right, we'll do that. Cut the fuck. You're gonna, you're gonna look a, a little more Asian than before. Is that all right? Yeah, <laughs> so just in one eye. So <laughs> just in one eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, but one like, uh, but if they start coming at me, one of those deli slicers like Kramer had, it's just, I would have liked to have seen the technique, but it sounded horrifying. And what it's they did probably to me on was YouTube enough. Yeah, I'll avoid watching that. I don't. I don't, I don't like to see eye surgeries. Um, I have a bit of a phobia there now for some reason. I can't imagine why. I, yeah. I, um, in UFC fights, whenever there's an eye injury, mm. like a, I swear, a guy can have a giant fucking vagina on his forehead, and I'm yeah. kind of cool with it. Like I, I've seen big injuries in real life, and people turn out okay. A guy's the white part of his eyes now red, freaks me out. I don't yeah, know. it seems like I didn't deal. even like that scene in Invincible where he started gouging um yes! eyes. <laughs> it's a I was just like, no, leave all <laughs> eyes alone. Leave them yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah, but you thought that Game of Thrones scene was pretty tight. Um, that was badass. And yeah. if you want another <laughs> eye gouging scene, Mr. No. In Between, Mr. In Between, oh, there's, a there's a great eye gouging scene in there. There's a great eye gouging. He's so fucking hardcore. Don't answer questions. So <laughs> where do you watch that again? Uh, Hulu. I watch it on Hulu. Mm, but I'm sure my Hulu has ads. Ooh. Yeah, it, so the internet's so bad here. I don't know if it's my fault or his. Yeah, um, I'm all caught up with Mister In Between. I'm, I'm watching week to week now. It's a it's a fun show. They um the the actress who plays his daughter was like the perfect age, so that like almost every episode she is aging a little. So so she's like she because she's like. I don't know, 11 or 12, like right in the middle of puberty. And so it's fun because they're able to like, I don't know, like write different kinds of stories involving his daughter. Like now she's starting to like date and like dabble with drugs a little bit. And he's just like, you're on something. What do you want? She's like, nothing. Tell mm -hmm. me what you're on. <laughs> oh, I, I took a cap. A cap of what? Yeah, I, I guess that means that's like short for capsule. I don't no. know. MD, MDA, something like that. Where'd you get it? MD and, like, and he's just being like super chill. Like, where'd you get it? And he's just, he's like, I don't know. Tell me where you got it. <laughs> I, you know, a friend. I have a feeling oh. her source is about to close up. Oh God! <laughs> show what awful thing he did to the, man the drug. How old was his daughter? Like twelve. Ooh, I know. I'm kind no. of on his side, right? If she's 19 in college or something, and she bought this, then she's made a decision. You need to address her. If she's 12 
let's talk to the source. Yeah, he starts with her boyfriend, and he ends up at a drug dealer's house. It's um, it, it, I really enjoy that. Whenever someone, it's kind of like The Sopranos. Whenever like someone does something wrong to some someone who's close to Tony, like that you know Tony loves, you're just like, uh oh, <laughs> something Dude. bad's gonna happen to you. <laughs> oh, there is a time a guy was being creepy towards his daughter yeah Coco. and sexually suggestive you know yeah. like like i forget exactly. on your cheek. i'd love to add to it that was coco coco, coco made ends a mistake. Up getting pistol whipped and curb stomped in his own restaurant <laughs> he loses some teeth if yeah, i recall curb stomping is. yeah oh. teeth on, the, on the bottom of the bar the place where you put your feet and fuck and the guy's like don't do it butchie's like don't do it don't do it and tony's just like yeah Conk <laughs> knocks all his teeth out, dude. Oh, speaking a, of that, we talked about eye gouges. Teeth knocking out is rough for me to watch. Carry I would on. much rather have my all my teeth knocked out than one of my eye, eyes gouged badly. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can. It's way easier to fix teeth than that. they're going to look better afterwards. You know, like, like we talked to um, <sighs> what's his? You you were talking about the guy who like took the shrapnel to the nose, and in the mm -hmm. end, got a better nose now. Oh That's yeah, work too. Like, like I got all of his yeah, teeth knocked out. Right. Look at him now. I mean, they were too big for him before, anyway. But the <laughs> um, the 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 the, um, the trailer for many the many saints of Newark came out. Uh, I watched it today, so that is the movie prequel to The Sopranos, where you've got um, James Gandolfini's son playing Tony Soprano as like a 15, 16 year old, and um, you've got um, that guy who played the Punisher. He played. He also played Shane in the first couple seasons of Walking Dead. Um, he is uh, he, he's a main character in there and uh, a couple other actors that I recognized. Um, and it, it actually looks pretty fucking good. Um, the actress they've got playing Tony Soprano's mother, like even in like the 10 seconds you see her, you're like, oh, what a cunt. She's so awful. She's such an awful person. So it looks <laughs> good. I'm looking forward to it. It comes out in the fall. <sighs> and then I think in like three days that... Um, that Amazon movie um, with um, Chris Pratt comes out, the one where he goes to the Ooh. future to fight the aliens. Oh, and I think on – it might be July 11th. If it's not that exactly, it's really close. McGregor and Poirier fight. Again, yeah. yeah. I just don't, I, 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 I don't know if he's going to be able to make the adjustments. McGregor? Yeah, he's going to get his ass kicked. It, it, he's been getting worse for like five years now. Seems that way. Why he's like, no, no, no. My career is kind of like a check mark. <laughs> it's going to get great. Yeah, sure it is. Sure I, it is. I mean, I would love to see that. Your I, like, bank would... account is a fucking ski lift. I'll give oh, you yeah. that. You know, it, respect. But um, as far as being able to beat other professional fighters, that's not your thing anymore, bro. It it hasn't been for a while. I, I I think this is the last time that I'm gonna like give him any credit. If he loses <laughs> this one, it's like, like you know the the reports in. You know you you, you scores you, posted. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 if you've lost twice in a row to the same guy, that's kind of that. You know because he's never done that before, as far as I can remember. He's never lost twice to the same person. Um, you know he's always been able to come back and make the adjustments, and uh, he's he's beaten some big names, obviously. Um, I would have loved to have seen him fight Khabib again because he did give Khabib the best fight anyone has. But um, I don't know. I, that's I, technically correct, but like. That's what I'm going for technical correctness. <laughs> okay, I'll just stop that. People should know that he didn't come close to winning that fight. 
No one ever has, but he came the closest. Yeah. He won. Did he win a round? He won a round, right? He won a round. He's the only person to ever win a round against Khabib. Before he got stopped. Yeah, he got that. That uh, wasn't quite an RNC. It was more of a neck crank, but for, especially from someone like Khabib. Oh, my God. You got to feel like your jaw is about to explode. Right. Yeah, and and then he, I was also pretty exhausted too. Like, it, oh yeah, he was gassed. You know, I don't knock that. Some people knocked him for tapping. They felt like you know, dude, that was just a pain move. You don't tap to pain moves, bro. It was clear that wasn't his night, so he found the exit. And you know, sometimes in fighting, you know, it, it's not going to get any better from here. That's what I was going to say. There was no circumstance in which he like toughs out through that neck crank comes back the next round and like one shot KOs Khabib or yeah, anything like that. I don't that. remember that, if it was the fourth or the fifth. I'm not sure if there was a next round. I think it was the fourth. Okay. I, I okay. thought he lost in the fourth. Um, I, I could be mis. I mean, it's been like three, four years ago now, but um, that's my, that's my remembrance of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it f- seemed like maybe Khabib, uh, you know, when, whenever a fighter that's supposed to like win all the rounds loses an early round, they're like, Oh yeah, he took that round off. It's like, Okay. I mean, it, can he ever lose then? It's like, oh, yeah, he, yeah. he took tonight's I, fight off. Yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> he uh, took a round off. He yeah. decided it'd be better if he got beat up this round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> what Mayweather did. He, he took a few rounds off against against Connor. So I don't know. Uh, it's, it's amazing the amount of money he's made. I'm glad that like he's not going to be like a where are they now story that's sad. Like, like I can't, can't imagine that happening. Can't. Can't. No, he can still make a lot of terrible personal decisions and live an unhappy life. And and that maybe there's a better than 50, 50 shot chance of that happening. I don't know that McGregor adjusts well to being a happy father. Daniel Cormier is like, dude, next phase of my life. I'm very excited about it. I'm going to coach this high school wrestling team. I'm going to spend time with my kids. People are going to know me as Joshua's dad, not that UFC guy. Like that's my next role in life. And Daniel Cormier, I think he's going to do great there. Conor McGregor, he likes being Conor McGregor, the guy in the fucking zebra skinned uh, coats or whatever he's wearing next. You know, <laughs> he likes to come and dress like a pimp or let, let Mexican drug lords or whatever center of attention worshipped. You know that the a major star Conor loves that, and when it's taken from him before he's ready, we'll see how he adjusts. But I don't, yeah. I could see it going poorly. Yeah, I think the only way it goes poorly for him is if he literally like get like kills himself in a car accident or like actually commits like a, a serious crime that sends him to prison for a long time or or something like that. He's I good with money. I'm not predicting. Seems he to be. Oh, sorry, I'm not predicting he goes broke. Me either. I, I'm predicting he doesn't live a happy life. Like I could see that. Yeah, I I don't know. I think he also too much really drugs enjoys- too much. I think he likes cocaine and whores and uh, I mean you cocaine and whores are very cheap for that's him. Like, that's yeah. like someone who really enjoys rice and beans, but like, I, yeah, I man, feel I like love rice and beans, cocaine and whores. <laughs> I'm a little outside my expertise, but it's a little like watching Netflix where it's fun in the short term, but in the long term, it's not a fulfilling life. Depends what's on Netflix tonight. I guess. Yeah, touche. You guys <laughs> want to call it a show? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We're going to do our hangout for the next uh, couple hours. Get that knocked out. Cool. Yeah, it should be fun. All right. PKN 358.